welcome to our opening episode of the Everyday Saints podcast, where we're going to be exploring what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus in everyday life. I'm Gary Ludicky, one of your hosts, and I'm here with David Garrison and Cody Morse, and they're going to be kind of co-hosting with me today. But before we jump into explaining what Everyday Saints is really all about, I want to take a moment and introduce ourselves, and I'll just go first. My name is Gary uh, Ludicky. Like I said, I serve as the discipleship minister here at Northside I've been on staff since 2007. Uh, my current role is really to help create a unified approach to making disciples in our children's ministry, student ministry, and all of our adult ministries. My wife, Chrissy, and I, we've been married for almost 18 years now, and we have two kids. Andrew is nine, Sophia is six, and when you ask me who I am personally discipling, those two are the first and foremost. I've been a big Astros fan for as long as I can remember. I've been walking with Jesus for over 23 years, and my wife and I have walked through some pretty hard and traumatizing circumstances throughout our marriage, and we've been firsthand witnesses of the body of Christ coming together to help us walk through those situations, and I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of this podcast. Hey guys, my name is Cody Morse. Uh, I am one of our student ministers here at Northside. Uh, I came to Texas via Florida. I'm a proud Florida native and uh, love my state and all the beautiful stuff there. I'm from Tampa originally, uh, and so I am a Tampa Bay Bucks fan as well and all the other Tampa sports teams and everything like that. Uh, here at Northside, like I said, I'm one of our student ministers, so right now I have the pleasure of serving our 6th through 12th grade families uh, with my partner, Scotty Beth. And that's what we're doing. I'm in uh, student ministry because uh, it had a huge impact on my life. And that was the, the age in my life uh, when my faith really started to come alive. And so I get the opportunity to, to do that and foster that now with many of our students and families. Um, I'm married uh, to my amazing wife, Emily. She is a first grade teacher at Tice Elementary. And at the moment, uh, we have an Australian shepherd named Gronk, named after Gronkowski, the Tampa Bay tight end that has since retired, not the New England tight end that has since retired. And so that's a little bit about me. Wow. Yeah. And I guess I'm rounding out the trifecta here. I'm David Garrison. And uh, my wife, Jean, has been putting up with me now for over 37 years. Uh, awesome lady. Go, Gina. Yeah. She, she does that. So our kids are married, uh, which that's, you know, our two kids have married, which blessed us with two more kids. Uh, and, uh, we love that. They've also blessed us, uh, between the two couples, but with, uh, five grandbabies and man, I dig being a grandpa. Uh, yeah, I've been on staff for a very long time, uh, over 36 years now. And what's really, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this. I've recently, uh, added to my responsibilities, the leadership of our adult discipleship team. And, uh, I am loving every second of that. And uh, because, I mean, discipleship is just a huge passion. Um, and, and I'm passionate about seeing disciples made for Jesus who will go and make other disciples. Oh, and yeah, Mr. Tampa, uh, I'm a native sixth generation Texan. And yes, Gary, I love the Astros as well. Very First much. generation Floridian, like almost every other Floridian that's not uh, got a, na- a different <laughs> last name like Rockefeller or something like that. But yeah, yeah that's way cool. Dave, you're also a Cowboys fan, is that? Uh, don't well, okay. Back in the seventies, whenever, okay, back in the seventies. Let's just go back. You know when Tom Landry was the coach. Not now. 
And we won't go into that because I don't want to offend people. Thank, thank goodness, because if if you were like a current Cowboys fan, this podcast would have to be over but it, immediately. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we can't we can't have that. Not 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 right now. Not after not after what's just happened. <laughs> wow. So guys, we've uh, we've been kicking the idea of a podcast around for a while, and we finally decided, hey, it's time to move and get this thing going. But those who are still listening, three minutes in, uh, let's let's answer a question that people might have, like. Why do we call this Everyday Saints? And, and why would anybody want to tune in for each episode? I know I can't speak for everyone, uh, but when I hear the word saints, it makes me think of these super holy people, right? Like the Catholic Church elevates certain people to the level of saint based on their faith or their impact on the church. It's kind of like the dream team, right? The all-stars of the church. But when we look at the word saint in the Bible, it's, it's basically talking about those who are set apart. Uh, the Apostle Paul refers to all of the people who are in Christ as saints at the beginning of several of his letters. So as disciples of Jesus, we're all saints. But, but even then, we still sometimes elevate certain people, whether it's the pastor or the priest, even someone who just is very devoted in their prayer life and just spends a lot of time praying. We think of these people as saints because they're quite literally holier than you and me, Right. But that's not the case. There's, there's a differentiation between the guy who was just baptized, or there's not really a differentiation, sorry, between the guy who just, just baptized yesterday and the guy who's leading the pastor, uh, leading the, the mega church down the street, right? They're both considered saints. Yeah, Gary, I definitely agree with you. Uh, when I think of the word saints, immediately this image in my mind goes to like this incredibly perfect person. Like it's almost like when you hear this person is a saint, it's like they kind of float into rooms. They don't even have to walk anymore. Um, but, but in reality, that's just not what scripture tells us saints are. That's not how we see these people depicted. And uh, in my just short four years here at Northside, I have had the opportunity to interact with so many people uh, that I would definitely consider to be everyday saints. These are people that are serving. These are people that are sharing the gospel. These are people that are are making really and truly my job even to be a possibility. You know, Um, it's the people that are uh, greeting when we get in on a Sunday morning. It's our D group leaders. It's our coaches. It's our uh, people that are helping keep the facilities up and running. Like all of these folks are are serving, they're sharing the gospel in these really cool uh, and really unique spaces for themselves. And so uh, my favorite part of this podcast is that we get to have conversations with these types of people, right? These everyday saints, these people that uh, just just love Jesus and they love serving and they love sharing the gospel and they love all these other values that we have here and getting to hear their stories of how God uses them, um, how God will continue to use them and honestly being challenged a little bit for like, what else can I be doing uh, is a super cool thing to get to be a part of. I thought we were going to talk about the New Orleans Saints. No. Oh, what is I'm this? just what kidding, is, man. What is this guy, dude? How, 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 who let this guy He brought it back studio, to football. Dude? Here we go. It's, it's, no, no, no. Listen. Hey, look, I will add something to just a very quick. I'm, I'm with you guys 100%. Uh, but I think about, because I've been in the church my entire life, and I think about people who have influenced me you know, over the years. Let me just speaking of discipleship, the uh, people that I just loved. Sunday school teachers, like, and I'm seven years old, and these people just pouring into me because they love me. But it is everyday people who are just following Jesus, and I love that. Like Gary, you say, you know, it's when Paul's writing his letters, that's what he's talking about. He's just talking about the people that are in the church in Ephesus, the people that are in the church at Colossae, you know, and uh, people who are just getting it done, loving Jesus. So, yeah. 
So for our first few seasons, if we get past this first one, uh, <laughs> what we want to do is just take a look at the, the five values that we see Jesus living out in his life and ministry, uh, specifically those values in the book of Mark. Um, and these five values, they guide our church, which is why they all start with the letter S, because when you lead a church, you have to make sure everything starts with the same letter. Absolutely. So, David, why don't you roll out those values for us and maybe share like how we landed on these five things? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, our five core values that you know that we're holding onto as a church are, and I'll just I'll just list them here very quickly: seeking God, seeing others, serving the kingdom, sacrificial living, and sharing the gospel. And how we landed on these. So, I'm, I'm just go back in a little bit in time, and one of the things that's happened in the world of church, uh, especially especially like in America, is that. You know, we kind of got on the bandwagon, which is really cool, of having like a mission statement, a vision statement, core values. And, you know, I would look at all of these different churches that would have core values. And I, and I started just one day I was thinking, man, what would have been the core values of Jesus? And so looking, um, and this has been a few years ago, but I just decided, hey, what if we looked at the simplicity of the gospel of Mark? And Gary, you mentioned that, that it's just, it's 16 chapters. It's the shortest of the four gospels. What do we see lived out in the life of Jesus? And the, so when I took the gospel of Mark, I just walking through it, every time I saw something that talked, that kind of pointed to a, a value of Jesus, I just wrote it down. And I kept, and I, and I had a pretty long list of all of these values that I saw. Um, but pretty soon I, I began to see them kind of coalesce into a pattern. And of course, yeah, like you mentioned, being a preacher, everything has to begin with the same letter. Um, it just sounds cool that way, but it's easier to remember, you know, and, um, but just to kind of take a few of those, I mean, when Jesus would escape from the crowds and pray, so he was seeking God and, um, this young man comes to Jesus asking what he needs to do to be saved. And I love this, that it says Jesus looked at him and loved him. And that's the idea of just simply seeing others, seeing others exactly, you know, where they are. Um, and you can see all of those values lived out in the life of Jesus over and over and over again. I mean, how he served the kingdom, how he shared the gospel, you know, each each of those things. Uh, and so how he sacrificially lived all the way up to the very end. Um, and so that's what we just kind of pulled out of the gospel of Mark, the values of Jesus, and said, when we're looking at disciples, this is this is what we'd like to see. And for this first season, we want to focus specifically and, and hone in on the value of serving the kingdom. Uh, Cody, what, what does serving the kingdom mean? And, and how, do, how do we see it lived out in Jesus's life and ministry? Yeah, so I think the, the simplest answer for serving the kingdom is really anything that we do as Christians to serve others that is meant to grow the kingdom of God. I think it, it is the, that's the simplest, like kind of most concise answer that I can get into, but uh, I think anybody that is actively living out these values or is serving or is, you know, taking their their faith uh, on different levels and different steps will realize that it's not really that simple, right? Um, I think that uh, where this gets a little bit more nuanced and quite honestly much more powerful uh, is in the different tasks and the ways that it takes place, right? So like serving the kingdom could look like you being a youth group, D group leader. Uh, these are the people that I get to see 
every single Sunday that are serving the kingdom. They're making an impact. They're hanging out with junior high and high school students. Love these people dearly, but that's just one way that serving the kingdom can look. Uh, Serving the kingdom could also look like greeting people, making our campus welcoming on a Sunday morning. You know, we don't know what people are coming to our church, like what their experiences were before they got here on a Sunday morning. You know, sometimes people may have had like the best of days. Some people may have just barely gotten, you know, into the front door. They're showing in 15 minutes late. And so you have an opportunity to serve these people uh, and to serve the kingdom by making sure they're greeted, making sure they feel welcomed, uh, giving them some coffee, getting them in there, all that kind of stuff. So serving really can look um, all kinds of different ways. Jesus's ministry is full of just about every single example that you can think of when it comes to serving the kingdom, right? We have these stories uh, where he like miraculously caters a meal for 5,000 people. Like that's a pretty big uh, serve thing. Uh, he heals several folks. He, he gets this reputation as this kind of healer. Um, he does a little landscaping with a fig tree, does a little teaching in, in that moment too. But Jesus is serving in all of these places and they're not uh, only meeting the needs or teaching others but they are all meant to expand God's kingdom and to show God's glory to others. And so serving the kingdom can really be just about anything that you are intentionally choosing to do for others, for God. Um, I think that kind of boils it down in that way. And Jesus was all about serving the kingdom by figuring out how he could be serving others. But when we try to, to help people embrace this as a value for everyday life, what does that look like in our, in our day-to-day? Like, I think that's the coolest part that this podcast is going to answer. You know, what does it look like for us to, to kind of grind out this idea of serving others on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody listening to this can relate, but when a church starts talking about serving, and, and I know the cynic in me is like, man, they're just trying to get me to do something for the church. And to be honest, that's a reality. Like a church needs volunteers to function, right? Sure. We, we all know this. Absolutely. But at the same time, we, we've developed a little bit of a different philosophy around this idea of serving the kingdom. We focus more on individual people than, than the tasks that need to get done. And, and we want to focus on the way that God has designed people. Um, we have a resource that we call the Kingdom Fit Assessment, and it's just a tool. It's not a perfect tool, but it's a helpful tool to to help someone determine their spiritual gifts, their passions, uh, their skills and abilities, even even personality type. And we want to know who God made you to be and how you can best contribute to God's kingdom. And that might be in our children's ministry or behind the scenes for a Sunday gathering. It, it might also be with a local nonprofit or even your kid's school with the PTO. Uh, yes, we would love every person at Northside to help fill the roles needed at Northside. But ultimately, if you're putting the gifts that God has given you to use for the sake of others, it doesn't matter where you're using them. Just just serve the kingdom, right, guys? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about this, um, just going biblical, Philippians chapter 2, uh, when Paul says, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God, something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant. And that becomes just a mentality. You know, it's it's what I'm doing every second of every day. And I love, Gary, that you're differentiating and saying, yeah, because I think a lot of times, I mean, I just think about sermons that I preached in the past. And, and when you start talking about serving, oh, we need greeters. Oh, we need somebody on the mowing team. Oh, we need somebody. And, and it's almost like that it all centered around only what was going on on the church campus or in the ministry. And it's like, no. It's, it's like, no, let's find, like you say, the kingdom fit assessment. Let's find where you're wired, how God has uniquely made you, 
And then how do you plug that in? But I mean, even just even to the little areas. But I, I think following the example of Jesus, uh, that he became a servant, uh, is it, so incredibly powerful. And it's life-changing when for yourself, but also for the people that are in your family that are at your work. So, yeah, this is good stuff. I think also one of the things about serving the kingdom, it, sometimes we can get so focused on the tasks that we're doing to serve the kingdom that we forget really the whole idea is we want Jesus to transform our hearts, right? We want the Holy Spirit to transform us to become servants so that like it becomes a thing that we just do. And so maybe one day it will be a little bit easier for me to get up off the couch and go outside and play with my nine-year-old son because I'm just a servant and he asked me to do this and it doesn't matter how exhausted I am. I just do it, right? Right. Um, so that, that heart transformation is a huge part of this. But let me, let me ask you guys this. For people who are tuning into this, what, what would you say is your hope for, for people? What, what do we want people to take out of this podcast from week to week? I know for me what I have kind of gotten as, as being able to kind of listen in and I'm excited about as I get to listen in is like running the sound and all that kind of stuff uh, is the encouragement that, that we get to hear uh, on this podcast. Uh, like you guys are saying that heart transformation and, and we have some people uh, that are going to come in and share these stories and they're not articulating it as like my heart was transformed. Like they're not going to say that I think specifically, but really as you listen to their story from like, this is where I started when I first came to Northside. This is where I started when I really started to first serve, whether that be here or at another church that I was at or just in the community or whatever, you get to hear their conviction and most importantly, their passion just kind of transform throughout that. And that is such an encouraging thing to hear. It's like, man, like you leave and uh, for me personally, it's like you stand up and you finish recording all that kind of stuff. It's like, dude, I need to go do something. Like I need to get in the game. Like this person uh, didn't have to like yell or scream. There wasn't like this big hype rally. It was just like, man, I just did this. And then God opened the door for that. And then by doing that, I got to serve here. And then now I'm doing all of this and I love every minute of it. And it's fantastic. And so that is such an encouraging story to hear because I do think sometimes it's definitely easy to focus in on the difficulties of serving. Like there is some sacrifice in being able to serve others. There's, there's some giving up of time. There's some giving up of resources. Um, but you get to hear just these wins of like, hey, I made that decision and I did that. And so I think Everyday Saints is really collecting these stories from people that truly just love Jesus. And because of that, um, have been able to see and participate in God moving in not just their lives, but the lives of those uh, that they are serving. Um, I really think that we will be encouraged along the way. And this podcast is just full of people looking to to give that encouragement, to, to make room for people to come in and serve with them. A lot of the folks that we're interviewing, like I said, are serving on different serve teams. So there's an opportunity. So if you guys do want to take that Kingdom Fit assessment and, and jump in here at Northside or get plugged in somewhere else. Um, but that encouragement is just such a powerful thing. And I think if you are listening in every week, you're going to get to be encouraged, which is it's just a cool spot to be in. Yeah, there is nothing, I, I just, I'm going to say it like that. There's nothing more powerful than a great story, you know? And I mean, when some, you're just, and when you talk about that idea, hey, I stepped into Northside or I, I just decided one day to serve and it might've been a little way, but then all of a sudden you said that it leads to this and it leads to this and then it leads to that. And all of a sudden, oh my gosh, there's just nothing more encouraging and powerful than hearing someone who has taken those kinds of steps. And, and, and it's beautiful. And I mean, I, and I'm going to love this podcast just listening to it just because of uh, getting to be able to hear lives that have been changed and p- 
people that are realizing, hey, this is what it means to live uh, for serving the kingdom. It's good. Yeah, and the 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 kingdom fit assessment. We're going to drop a link to that uh, in the show notes, so that any of you that feel compelled to to take that and and discover a little bit of how God's already working in you and what He's doing uh, and and the way that He's created you can can take that assessment. Um, but again, it's not all about just plugging in here at Northside, right? It, it's not about serving the church only. Um, our hope is that you you get inspiration um, from people whose whose stories align with just steps they've taken to to make serving a part of their life, uh, just a, a an ongoing um, value of their own that they they're mimicking Jesus. They're saying, "Hey, he served the kingdom regularly. I I want to be like that." So here I go, and and that will be the the big thing that we we walk into. Um, anything else, you guys? have for people as they're tuning in and whether it be about everyday saints or serving the kingdom or any encouragement. Yeah. I, I just, I love the direction of, of where this is going because it, it it's going to be practical. It's, it's how do you, how do you live this stuff out and, and who's living it out and who, I, who I can be influenced by, by their example. Um, I think it's going to be a, a, a great podcast. And so I would just encourage people, listen, listen in and, and be inspired and uh, and take it to heart because it's going to be good stuff. Yeah, man, for sure. And I also think that because this isn't like Gary and, and Dave, like we've been saying, it's not just a, a big plug to get people to surf here at Northside. Uh, my encouragement uh, for everybody that is listening is like, these are genuinely just kind of encouraging stories. And so share those with, with your friends, share those with your family. Um, send these to people that, that don't attend Northside, send it to people that you know will never attend Northside because they live, you know, in Florida, they live in New York, they live in California, they live in Germany, wherever they're at. Um, because I think just getting the opportunity to, to get these stories out there, you can, that's, that could be service in and of itself, encouraging someone else to, to maybe get plugged in locally, to get someone encouraged to plug into their community in a different way. So, uh, don't, don't keep this just here. You know, that's the, the beauty of, of podcasts and stuff like that. You just hit that share button and you can send it and it can be posted all types of places, but definitely, uh, send this encouragement out. Let other people hear about what's, what's not only happening here, but let other people hear these awesome stories of life change. Wouldn't it be fun if we had people all over the world taking the kingdom fit assessment and finding out how they can serve at North? Oh no, wait, it's not about serving at North. Well, it'd, be, hey, it'd be crazy. We I'd have be to like crazy. translate it in different languages. That would be a cool problem to have, you know? Yeah. And, and I do have to say like, as much as we're focusing, it doesn't have to be at North. It can be at North side. You it can, can be. That's yeah. right. I mean, Hey, if you want to serve at North side, come on that. That would be absolutely awesome. We are always looking for fellow crazy people to serve in the student ministry, yeah. but that's neither that's neither here nor there. We all have our needs, right, guys? Well, I hope that as as people are tuning in, as you're listening to this, you, you're finding inspiration. Uh, I hope this was helpful for you guys to hear a little bit about where we're going with this podcast. I also want to encourage you, as you listen in, the people we're going to be talking to would tell you, you, you don't have to jump in and like, go for the Hail Mary right off the bat. Start small. Start small. Like, take one step and see how God uses that that one step to transform you. But our encouragement is that as you listen to this podcast, you will be inspired by everyday saints. That's that's the whole point of why we're rolling this out, is let you hear from people that have full-time jobs that are still finding room in their lives to, to follow Jesus and become a disciple 
in their everyday life and serve the kingdom. So thanks for tuning in and we will see you for our next episode. Hey, saints.